Alright, alright, what is going on, guys? This, I gotta call. I gotta calm down, guys. This is a kettle podcast. We all tea. This is Trey. I just watched the Fast and Furious 9 official trailer. It was on the background. Your YouTube is still on right now. I just watched it. I just finished it not even five minutes ago. I, um, I, I, I had to do a podcast. I had to tell somebody about this. Okay, um, I have other ideas of what we're going to talk about today. I'm uh, going to talk about Black Ops 5 and what I feel like um, it should do in terms of the zombie mode. Um, I just got a 60s documentary that I'm going to be talking about and why, you know, I wish I had a time machine. Go back to the 1960s. And I know it's a little late, but I'm going to talk a little bit about the Royal Rumble and my thoughts on the male Royal Rumble or the men's Royal Rumble match. Today's episode is probably just going to be like 10 minutes long, but I just felt the need to talk about the Fast Phase 9 trailer now that it's fresh in my mind. So let's get to it. Drink of the day is water. Lemon water. I ain't have time to make tea, guys. I really want to get things started and go right away right now. So, first off in the trailer, we see that Dom has his... Spoiler alert. Okay, first of all, if you haven't seen the trailer yet. First of all, we see that Dom has his kid now. He's um with Letty still. He has his kid. And, um... Yeah, we see that, and Letty ends up giving the kid the cross that Dom has, a silver one. And then, um, I first off want to say this, it's just, these movies have gotten so ridiculous over the past couple of years. Like, it's like, you know, they jumped out of a plane, and then they um, chased after an airplane. It was like, you know, they got so ridiculous after a while, it's kind of like, you know, what more can they do? They were driving on ice in... I don't even think it was Antarctica. I think it was Russia. It may not have been Antarctica or Russia. They were driving along ice. It was just, they they done so much. It's like, you know, what more can they do? So the premise of this one is Dom's brother, who plays him as John Cena. His brother is actually coming to hunt him down and kill him, is what the story His younger brother. I personally, uh, like I said, these movie series have gotten so ridiculous over the years. But it's kind of like, you know, it's like you... You get used to it almost. It's kind of like, you know, they get so ridiculous, kind of like you're in the movie theaters, and it's like you're watching it like, oh, you know, that's not too ridiculous because these guys have done everything that you could think of for a movie. Like, uh, if you would have told me the first time I saw Fast and Fierce, the first one, that this movie series would have got up to nine movies, and this, we're in 2020 now, and it's still going strong, I would have, you know, said you were crazy. I, um, so yeah, so. That happened in the trailer. Yeah, that's the whole premise of the story. Dom Jungle Brother, who's played by John Cena, is actually going after Dom right now. So that's the premise of that story. Um, it was just, I mean, does it make me want to, the ending of the trailer got me excited. You know, throughout it, I was kind of like, you know, okay, it's another Fast and Furious movie. I'm going to wait till a couple weeks, until uh, it's out for a couple weeks. And then, because my dad's in the military, we go see movies on base, which is quite, ch- it's cheaper there. <laughs> And, you know, you get an awesome experience there because snacks are cheaper, too. So, like, I'll wait for, like, a month or so, and then I'll go see it when it comes out on base. And, you know, it's like, I was, I wasn't too, I was excited, but I was, you know, particularly like, okay, you know, it's a Fast and Furious movie. I'm not expecting some top-of-the-line dialogue here. Quentin Tarantino dialogue or uh, Brian De Palma dialogue or something like that. You know, I was just expecting it to be, you know, when you go to the movies to see a Fast and Furious movie, you're going to have a lot of fun. That, that's just me, personally. You know, I have a lot of fun watching those movies. It's like, I don't take those movies seriously anymore because, like, you know, you just go there and if you want to see a bunch of crazy stunts and people driving all over the place and just B 
being like a bunch of crazy maniacs, and that's a movie for you, you know, you go to that movie with a bunch of your friends, you, you're gonna have fun, and that's just me personally, you're gonna have fun, I always enjoy watching those movies, you know, Tyrese is in there, he always cracks me up here and there with some of his dialogue in the movie, so you know, and Ludacris is in it too, he always cracks me up, because him and Tyrese are always going at it somehow, so you know, it's just, those movies are just fun to watch a little bit, the action, you know, of course, action's like, oh my goodness, you know, it's, it's like, it's a little ridiculous, not in a good way, but it's kind of like, you know, oh my goodness, really, they jumped out of a plane, you kidding me, like, that, that's not, a, that's not humanly impossible for you to jump out of a plane in a car, or drive out of a plane in a car and survive, you know, that's just, that's impossible, I mean, it's probably possible, I don't know, but I believe it's impossible, but it was just like, you know, those movies just fun to watch, and then we got to the end of the trailer, guys, where, um, Han came back, for those of you who don't know Han is, um, I suggest you go, it's a bit confusing, but I'm going to try and give it to you in a little bit of a better explanation, a little bit slower. So you had Fast and Furious 1, Fast and Furious 2. Fast and Furious 3, which was fast, the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, went with a whole new narrative. Guy from America gets banned, not banned from America, but he has to move because he's causing a lot of trouble in the town that he lives because he's been driving. He's a 17-year-old kid. So he uh, goes to Tokyo, learns how to drift from this cool guy named Han. Han is... um. Han, as you know, lives in Tokyo. He teaches him how to drift. In the towards the end of the movie, Han ends up dying from a street race, and because the car blows up, because you know the NAS that's in there. And then we fast track to Fast Phase Four, which came out in two thousand nine, I believe. Fast Phase Four. This backtracks before everything that happened in Fast Phase Tokyo Drift. So everything that happened in Fast Phase Four and Fast Five, and yeah, and Fast Five and Fast Phase Six. All of that happened before Tokyo Drift. You guys, you guys with me now? I'm going to say that again if you didn't get it. Everything that happened in Fast and Furious 4, Fast and Furious 5, and Fast and Furious 6 happened before Tokyo Drift. Now, after Fast and Furious 6, chronologically, technically, it's Tokyo Drift because Han dies at the end of Fast and Furious 6 the same way he died in Tokyo Drift because they so showed the same scene. And then, you know, you find out that Jason Statham actually killed Han, and, you know, his character killed him. And then we move on to, you know, he's not in Fast and Furious 7, then he's not in Fast and Furious 8. Do they call it Fast and Furious 8, or what do they call it? They call it the Fate of the Furious, that's what they call it. And then, uh, Fast, jeez, they got so many doggone titles for these movies. <laughs> you start to lose track. Then they, um, do Fast and Furious 9, which is coming out 9. In the end, you know, you see Han, and it was like, oh, man, he's back. But then it's kind of like, you know, ah, well... How did he come back? You, you get that sort of thing of, well, how did he come back? What, knowing how ridiculous Fast Fate movies is going to be, they're probably going to be like, yeah, we cloned him or something like that. It, it's just, I know it's going to be ridiculous, like a ridiculous explanation when I go to the movies to go see it. I know it's going to be something like, you know, he was able to get out of car in the end and he didn't want to put, you know, Dom and the crew in, not in pressure, put in, them in jeopardy or anything like that. And so, you know, he just decided to go underground for a bit. And now he, you know, Letty found him or something like that. And she was able to, you know, help him and everything like that. I just, I, I'm expecting a ridiculous explanation. For All that being said, I am a little excited to see Fast Furious 9. Because, you know, Hans, I love his character. He's awesome. So I am a little excited to see it now. Like I said, I mean, I'm kind of moving some slack. Because, you know, you can't really go on for nine movies. And expect it to still, you know, hold up to that level of, this movie was amazing. I'm giving it 5 out of 5 stars. You know, it's just, you know, it's a Fast Furious movie. Go there, get some snacks, and, you know, I'm going to have a great time when I go see it. So, that's that, guys. Um, 
We're at seven minutes now. Today's not going to be a long podcast because, you know, I just... I sort of want to do it now while that trailer was fresh in my mind. I don't want to spend too much doing this podcast now because, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I am a little tired. I had a long Friday day and, you know, I'm a little tired, so... It wasn't in my plans to do a podcast today. I had all my topics chosen. I chose them last night, but I had planned on doing it on Saturday. But then this trailer came out. I was like, I want to do this while this is fresh in my mind. So, yeah. But, um, so today's episode is probably going to be like 15 minutes long. Not that long, but, you know. I wanted to talk about, um, uh, Black Ops 5, actually. I, um, it's 2020. For those of you who don't know, uh, the Treyarch, people may call it the games. They know me. Sorry, I just got a notification. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. I don't know why it still does that, but, like, stops recording for some reason. But, um, yeah. Black Ops 5. Those who don't know, Treyarch, people who make Call of Duty, actually develop a game every year for, like, they've done that for the past, I don't know how long. So, it's, you know, it, of course you should expect 2020. A lot of people talk about it being Black Ops 5. Me, personally, what I want the series to return to, honestly, I would like a better campaign. Uh, this last year, no, the year before that was Call of Duty 2018, that was Call of Duty Black Ops 4. That came out and that did not have a campaign. That was met with sort of a mixed reaction because people were like, you know, some of them wanted a campaign, but some of them didn't. I understand why they went that route. You know, that's understandable because honestly, I don't really like playing a futuristic campaign. So, I mean, that didn't bother me too much that they took it away. But, um, I can see why they went. Because normally people play the multiplayer and the zombies is what they're known for. That's what people normally play. You don't see a lot of people, people, people playing the campaign story. I per, I personally don't like. I said I don't like the futuristic campaigns because I played Black Ops Three campaign. I just wasn't a big fan of it. I just the whole futuristic, futuristic stuff is just. Yeah, I really don't like multiplayer wise when you play futuristic games like that. It's sort of fun because you know I enjoy the jetpacking. I know I know some people didn't, but I enjoy jetpacking. Play with my brother. And, you know, when you're about to kill him, he jetpacks in the air, and then, you know, he ends up killing you. That, that's just fun to me. I enjoy that. I enjoy the crazy, wild aspects of the multiplayer and futuristic. Uh, zombies and futuristic, you know, that's kind of fun, too. But, you know, I just, it's, I like the whole, I, I actually got Call of Duty Black Ops uh, from my library. I got that. And it just, I decided I was going to do a, talk about it a little bit, and, you know, I personally did not like, after playing Black Ops Zombies, uh, Black Ops 1 Zombies, it was just, I found myself dying a lot more. Like, it was just, it's like, the first Black Ops game I ever played was Black Ops 2. And I remember the first time I got it, I was playing it with my brother, and we just, we weren't really good at it. And I mean, you know, a couple months passed before we were able to finally make it to like round 20 without dying. And I mean, I just... It was a challenge back then in those days. It was a challenge to make it to round 20. Like, you know, not to mention that half the guns in Black Ops 2 was so lame, if you want my honest opinion. It was like, once you finally got a good gun in the mystery box, it was like, oh, I finally got a good gun. One of my favorites was the Colt Python. Or the Ray Gun, of course. It was like, oh, yes, I got the Python. Or I got the Ray Gun. Awesome. So, you know, it was like, once you finally got those weapons, it was like, it was a time to rejoice, I guess you can say. Nowadays, I just feel like, you know... They sort of, and I, I get it, you know, you have the new people coming in and, you know, they don't want a full challenge with, you know, zombies and playing it and they just want to have some fun. I, I get that. But I personally, I don't really like it how it's just so, it's like it's so easy to get to round 20. Like, I can't tell you how many times I played and I just, 
I'm, I got to round 20 or 30, and it's like, oh my goodness, you know, it's just, it, this is too easy, like, you know, when you're back in the corner, all you gotta do is press L or RB, I'm on Xbox One, RB and LB, and then you can, like, unleash something that would have a shield for you, and then if you shoot enough walkers' heads off, you get it again, and it's like, you know, it's just, it's, it's just too easy, and I'm a, I played Black Ops 1, like, I think last night, no, the night before that I played, that was Wednesday night. And I just, you know, it was it was a challenge. I played the map 5, for those of you who don't know. 5 is actually located in the Pentagon. It's close-knit places, you know, it's just, it, it was a hard map, I'm not going to lie to you. The longest I survived on that one was probably about round 10. I know, I'm not that very good. <laughs> round 10, you know, I was able to get the power on and stuff like that. I was able to get Juggernaut and Quick Revive, but I just... I always found myself running out of ammo too quickly because I was wasting it and stuff like that. It was just like, you know, it, it was a challenge in itself. And I, I, I know some people don't like that, but I sort of kind of like that just a little bit. Like, I like a little challenge that makes me go like, you know, ah, if I want a challenge, I'm going to play this game because it gives me a good challenge while I'm playing it. And I think they sort of almost stepped away from that almost and it's like, you know, which isn't a bad thing. You know, I, you know... It really isn't a bad thing, but at the same time, it's like, for those old players who used to play back in the day, it's like, okay, this is too easy now. When are we going to get a little challenge? Me, personally, what I want to see for Black Ops 5, I would love to see them go back to the 1960s. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm a big fan of the 60s. Like, I mean, I just love anything that has to do with the 1960s. I want it. I love it. You know, the music was just awesome. You know, I if I go back in time to any time period, I go back to the 1960s. Preferably, if I go to any, I'd probably go to 1968. Because you're getting to that time period where, you know, the 60s was in, I don't want to say they were in full gear. But to me, it seemed like, you know, half the 60s was over by then. So, you know, most of all the important stuff happened. And I just, you know... I love that time period, you know, the cars, you know, the lights, uh, I mean, it's just, everything about that time period, to me personally, it's just, it was so cool, like, I enjoyed, like, I like playing Mafia 3, I mean, even though I did a review on Mafia 3, even though, you know, that game got pretty boring after a while, I just like popping it in every now and again, and just listen to the radio, because the music on there was just, it was, it was so awesome, I gotta tell you how many times I've heard a song on Mafia 3 on the radio because 1960s and I'm like oh this is a good song I'm gonna download this and put this on my phone like it's just it's a fun game to you know that game had so I'm not gonna get into it but that game had so so much potential because with the amazing soundtrack that they had like I can't believe they were able to get all those songs to play on the radio and you know get all those songs what is it I think copyright no not copyright to get all those artists to agree to have their songs in a video game like I, I can't believe that so, I mean, it was nice to actually, you know, be able to, oh, sorry, guys. Oh, sorry for yawning. But to be able to pop the game every now and again and play it. So, I'm, that being said, I'm really a big fan of 1960s. I love everything about it. Wish I could go back to that time. But, you know, I obviously, me personally, was born in the wrong generation. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I personally would love to see Call of Duty Black Ops 5 go to 1960s. I know in Black Ops 1, they did 1960s, and they were in, you know, they went to Vietnam, and they went to, um, you were in Russia during World War II for a time, for like a, a mission, I think, and you, um, you went back to America, you went to Russia, you just, you went all over the place, but I would love to see a Vietnam War era story in a new Black Ops 5. That would be 
honestly, that that would be awesome because I don't think there's ever been a game, me personally, that has focused on just you being in Vietnam during that time. I may be wrong. Is it raining outside? Guys, it's raining where I'm at right now. Wow, I did not know that. I heard something and I was like, what is that? I think that's raindrops. But yes, it's raining. <laughs> um... But yeah, I, I personally would love to see that. That would be awesome because, like I said, I'm a big fan of the 60s and stuff like that. I like to see Vietnam War era. You know, I just, I don't want to say I'm tired of futuristic stuff, but it's like, you know, when it's like a futuristic game after a futuristic game after a futuristic game, it's like, you know, all right, when are we going to get something fresh and something new that's going to, you know, wow us, uh, knock our socks off is what, you know, everybody likes to say. When are you gonna? When when are we gonna get a game that's just you know awesome multiplayer, awesome campaign, and awesome you know zombies? When when are we gonna get that again? I personally believe the last great Black Ops game, I I mean, that had a good campaign, a good multiplayer, and a good. So I'm just my personal opinion. I probably have to say, ah, oh, that's a tough one, because I I didn't. I played Black Ops One campaign. That one was that was the best campaign of Black Ops I've, or Call of Duty I've ever played. Um, I never tried out the multiplayer for Black Ops. I mean, I tried it a few. Well, I tried it a few times. I wasn't a big fan of it too much, really. And uh, Zombies for Black Ops was pretty good. I would probably have to go with Black Ops Two because the story for Black Ops Two, yeah, it was futuristic. But it wasn't too futuristic for me to the point where it was like jetpacks and flying cars and stuff. Like that. It wasn't too futuristic for me. It was still, you know, in like my... And not to mention you went back and forth between, you know, 1980 and I think the year was like 20, 20... I, can, I got the game disc right here. I can tell you guys the year right now. I got the disc over here. Yeah, 2025 was the year in the um, game if I ever... Right? 2025. You know, that's not far from us. We got five more years till 2025. That's a little weird to me. But yeah, so, I mean, it wasn't too futuristic for me, is what I was trying to say. And like I said, not to mention went back for us. That campaign was pretty good. Not as, not as you know, good as Black Ops 1, but it still was, it still held up, honestly. It still was pretty good. Multiplayer for Black Ops 2, I hold that very close to my heart because that's the first Black Ops 2 I ever played, me and my brother. I had so much fun playing multiplayer, and then zombies was just that was amazing too. You know, granted, I wish the, I wish the uh, maps were a little bit bigger in Black Ops Two because they they went a little bit small after Black Ops One. But I mean, it, it still was pretty good. It it still was good. So I mean, that's just me personally. I would have to go with Black Ops Two if I had to pick one, mostly because I haven't really tried Black Ops One multiplayer mode. So yeah, that's probably why. But yeah, campaign I would love to see. Go back to go to Vietnam War and just have that take place in the Vietnam War. I would, you know, I would love to see that. That would be that would be pretty cool, honestly. And then multiplayer, of course, you know, it's Vietnam War, so you got to stick to the nineteen sixties when it comes to weapons and everything like that. And you know, zombies, of course, you can you can stick to nineteen sixties if you want, but we all know they like release, you know, maybe like six zombie maps. You know, as DLC, so I mean, I don't know if they want to go futuristic for that or not. Me personally, I would just stick to 1960s. And yeah, I, I would like to see a 1960s era Call of Duty game for the new one that's coming out this year. Hopefully, it comes out this year. If that would have happened, it would take place in 1960s. I would pre order the deluxe edition for that video game. I'm, I'm just being really honest with you guys. I would, I would personally lay down like a hundred and twenty something dollars pre order so I can get all the extra stuff. Only game I've ever done that with was WWE 2K20, which I 
very much regret to this day because um this autograph stuff that I got is just sitting in my room collecting dust. I don't use it for anything. Not to mention, I don't really play 2K20 like that because the um, game is just... Um, I'd rather not get into that, guys. I think I already gave a review on it, but I'd rather not get into it. But I um I think that's about it for this podcast. I know I said I had two more talks, topics I was going to talk about, but I technically already talked about the six, 1960s documentary. I was going to say why I love the 60s and everything. I think I already did that when I was talking about Black Ops 5 uh, and what I want for the story. Black Ops 5 is not out yet. But, um, and the Royal Rumble, you know, I'm not going to spend too much time on that because I think it's a little late because Royal Rumble is a week away. So everybody obviously knows, you know, what happens. So I don't, I'm not going to spend, you know, any time on the Royal Rumble. And like I said, guys, I'm just, I'm just really tired today. I got to, I did a lot of stuff today. I got a lot of stuff going on tomorrow on Saturday and Sunday, I think, uh, Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. And I got a lot of things I got to do this weekend. So I'm just going to, you know, I'm a little tired today. So, um. I know this was a quick episode, 20 minutes. We talked about the Fast Feast 9 trailer, and I talked about Black Ops 5. Um, we're going to try and get... I'm not going to keep on lying and say, we're going to try and get on YouTube, because, you know, we're going to try our best here, because I'm not going to lie to you guys. I have not been looking up anything or any way to try to get on the YouTube. We're, we're going to get the word out. Somehow, we're going to get the word out for this podcast. We're going to get more viewers. People are going to notice the Kettle Podcast we brought up to you, and I'm going to get more followers, you know. They're gonna like this on their social media platforms or whatever. And we're, we're gonna get we're gonna get a cult following. I like to call it, guys. We're gonna get ourselves following. Okay. Um, it's Kettle Podcast. We all tea. I enjoy talking. I enjoy doing this. I can talk for hours and hours and hours if you get me started. But I'm not gonna do that today. After this, probably gonna have myself some dinner, have some pizza in the oven. I'm gonna enjoy that. And I'm uh I'm gonna actually probably play a game afterwards. Maybe I will play Call of Duty Black Ops Zombies. And let you guys know how I did next uh, episode of this podcast. So, I will talk to you guys soon. I enjoy doing this. I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Have an awesome Super Bowl Sunday and a Saturday. Make sure you save me some food that you guys have. Um, and I'll get a podcast with BLT. And peace out, guys.